The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. God, use me as well. Oh, Satayala Pasa, like Abraham embraced the promise that you gave him and he embraced the gospel that you gave him. Lord, I embrace this gospel afresh in this season of my life that the gospel that I have received may be spread to other people as well in my communities, wherever I have access to people. Lord, I pray, you use me as well. John 10, verse 16. Projection, put that up for us again. John 10, verse 16. Use me, use me to reach other people. John 10, 16, Jesus speaking, other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Hallelujah. Listen to this as we, before, as we continue to pray. Other sheep I have. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I know we, we even social distance in church now, but there's still, there's still room for other people. This really is our goal. Jesus said, other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring and they will hear my voice. Glory be to God. Like I pray someone will hear God's voice today. And he said there will be one flock and there will be one shepherd. Lift your hands. Come on, lift your hands just for a minute. Say, Father, this season, help me, O oh God. Use me, O oh God, to reach the other sheep that are meant to be a part of this fold. Whoever they may be. Wherever they may be right now, Lord, I submit myself to you and I surrender myself to you. Use me to reach them in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray just for like one more minute. The other sheep that are meant to be a part of this fold, everyone that is meant to be in a service like this on a Sunday morning that is not here, that is not yet established in church, that has not yet accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray that you use me to reach them and to bring them to you in the name of Jesus. Whoever they may be and wherever they may be, everyone where I work, where I live, where I school, where I do business, in any community that I have access to, and there are other sheep there that are meant to be a part of this fold. Father, I pray this season, you use me as well. You use me as well. Oh, I'm available. I'm available in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We invite you into our midst this morning. On this Father's Day, this Sunday that we are celebrating fathers all over the world, we invite you into our midst this morning. Speak to our hearts once again. Touch us one and all. We say a special prayer for every father in the house. Lord, let fresh grace rest upon their heads. Let fresh mercies abound to them. To help them to shoulder the burdens and the responsibilities that they carry. That um, their families put on them. That society puts on them. The pressures that have come to this world at this time. Lord, we pray for fresh grace, fresh mercy, fresh wisdom. For every father to shine 
in spite of all the difficulties that the world may face at this time. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And the church shouted it louder. Amen. Amen. You can be seated in God's presence. Give your neighbor a high five. Bluetooth high five. I think we are still doing that right now. Come on, send your neighbor a Bluetooth high five. And you can tell every man around you again, happy Father's Day. It's good to see your lovely face. How was your week? Glory be to God. We are now in the thick of the rainy season in Nigeria. Thank God that we are covered and we are, we are sheltered by God in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory be to God. I want to continue where we left off last Sunday. Um, one of the things we touched on was um, answering the who question, the what question, the why question, the when question, and the how question. And I reminded us again, because I'm sure we've had this conversation before in this church, that if you can answer these questions correctly, in whatever phase you find yourself in life or whatever you're going through, you will already be on the path to success. You will already be setting yourself up for victory. Glory be to God. And we touched on some of them. We said the ultimate answer to the why question is love. And that goes to the heart of the theme of this series. We need to allow love reign in our lives. Love to reign in your heart. Many times it's going to take a battle and a fight. Satan will do all he can do to tempt you to allow sorrow to reign in your heart. Bitterness to reign in your heart. Envy to reign in your heart. Or pain. Or disappointment. Or any other negative emotion. Now, love is stronger than an emotion. But just for the purpose of this sentence and this discourse, discourse, let me even use the word emotion. It is stronger than that and it's much more than that because the Bible tells us God is love. You, you've got to know how to live a life where love reigns in your heart. Love reigns in your life. In your home, you allow the love of God to reign. Concerning your business, your career, in the church, this church, all of us should be making concerted efforts to make love reign. That must be the motive, the why behind everything we do. And I hope we'll still get to talk a bit more along that line, or um, that line in the course of this series. Today I want to focus, or I want us to discuss the who question on this Father's Day. The who question. And I'm sure you will agree with me that in most cases in life, in the final analysis, it boils down to who you know. <laughs> who you know. I mean, if you know certain people in this Nigeria, you really know them. And they know you. You know your case is settled. And your case is different. In your office... Even in a place where they do their best not to allow politics to reign. I'm, I'm talking about where people are even operating with the purest of motives. Who you, knows, who you know matters. Glory be to God. And I will be very simple again and straightforward because of time. When you ask that who question, the ultimate answer, the, the first person 
that you should, the response of that answer, and I'm sure you know this already, it is God. God. In this nation, even if you don't know anybody, and I will not bother mentioning anybody's name, if you know God, you're already set up for success and victory. Where you work, where you school, where you do business, if you know God, hallelujah, you're already set up for success and victory. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Please let's welcome Pastor Indas that had promised was going to join us in service today on this Father's Day. So that's my father-in-law, Pastor Indas, that is here. Daddy, you're welcome, sir. He told me during the week I'm celebrating Father's Day and I'm celebrating Grandfather's Day. So he's father on two levels. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Praise God. Who you know. Hallelujah. Look at Galatians 4.9 with me very briefly, just to point this out. And Apostle Paul, if you've ever read the book of Galatians, he was rebuking them. There are people that they, are, they had now, they were turning back to, to start, um, they wanted to, they were taught actually, and it was preached to them, to start embracing the law of Moses again. And of course, Paul was rebuking them. And he said this in Galatians 4.9, now after you have known God, and rather known by God. And that's very, very important. How is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? I was telling them that you're under grace. You don't have to live by any law of Moses or any circumcision of the flesh or any Ten Commandments. That you already know God and God knows you. That's what matters the most. That's what matters the most. Who you know, who is involved in your life. I love that thing he told them there. You know God, but on a deeper level, rather you are known by God knows you. One day God, God told us in the scriptures, and I don't have the reference here. He said, why I'm picking Abraham? I know Abraham. He will teach his children or he will command his children to do these things I'm saying. If God is that who, in any relationship you find yourself, I'm telling you, sir, you are set up for victory. In your marriage, ah, I know my husband, I know my wife, my wife knows me, my wife knows my husband, that is beautiful. But can God be the number one who in that marriage? I love something I learned from Gloria Copeland several years ago. You know the way marriage is really supposed to work? It's supposed to work between three people. Both spouses and God. And the number one who in any marriage should really be God. Gloria Copeland said this one day. Someone was trying to ask her, how come she trusts her husband and all that? And she said she told the person that, I'm not looking to my husband, called him Ken, to keep himself. I'm looking to God. God is the third party in this marriage. And I'm looking to God to keep my husband in line. I'm trusting, I'm not trusting my husband to keep himself in line. He's a man. <laughs> he can fail. <laughs> Praise God. I thought that was a very powerful secret. The number one who in this marriage, the number one person in this marriage is God. And that means a lot of things because that means you are now going to give room for God to be God in your marriage. Give room for God to be God in your career. In business, 
the number one person that should be in that business with you? If this can be the answer, the genuine answer, not your business partners, oh, thank God for wonderful business partners. In the second service, I'm going to talk about dealing with people when this whole question is concerned. But the number one must be God. The number one person in that business, in that career, that you are dealing with primarily must be God. Hallelujah. If you can answer that question, who is in this thing with you? Who is in this marriage with you? Who is in this business with you? Who is on this project with you? Who is backing you up? Who is helping you? Who is supporting you? If the genuine answer to that who question, every time it's thrown at you, is God, number one, God, then maybe my wife or my husband or my friend or my boss or my colleagues or the brethren in church, they are secondary. But if genuinely, praise God, the number one person that you present as the answer to that who question is God. I tell you, you have success on the horizon. Glory be to God. Is somebody hearing what we are saying this morning? Hallelujah. I love this song that we've been singing a lot of Junsi Yonyeko songs this, this season. I saw that they were singing that the praise and worship. Please help me, H.O.P. Just one passion. Just one purpose to know you more and more. When I know you, I find me. Powerful words. Just one passion, just one purpose to know you more and more. When I know you, I'll find me. Can you help me? Just one passion. One purpose. One purpose. Yes, Lord. To, to know you more, more and more. more. When I know you. When I know you, I'll, I'll find, find me. me. Just one passion. Just one passion. Just one purpose. One purpose. On this Father's Day. Know you the number more one Father more. that I when have. I is God when I know you the number I'll one father in my life just is God one passion, just one passion one
voice and sing. Just one passion. Come on, let's hear you. One purpose to know you. When I know you, make that your heart cry to your heavenly Father this morning. Just one, just one passion. One purpose. Come on, lift your voice. Let's hear you. lift your voice let me know you concerning their finances or their health or relationships, why many people are not succeeding as they ought to be or finding peace and joy and rest. This is it. They don't know God. The who in their life, the number one who, God is not, is not the answer. Maybe it's Pastor T that they know. Maybe. I thank God for knowing Pastor T. I think Pastor T is a good guy. <laughs> but sir, Pastor T can't take the place of God. 
Maybe it's their husband or their wife. And I'm sure their husband or their wife is a good person. Maybe it's their boss at work or their president. And there are some good presidents. There are some not so good presidents. But there are some good presidents. Do you know God? Today's Father's Day. Who is the number one father that you know today? Who? Who is the father in your life today? Genuinely. I mean, just answer that question. And like Paul said, okay, you know him. Does he know you too? Does the father know you? said that you know God. But some people can know God. said, and he is known of you. Does he know you? I'm telling you, if the answer to that who question, and that's why you, the words of that song is so, is so powerful, you've got to make it your passion and your purpose in life. To know God more and more. Thank God you knew him three years ago. We are talking about today. You knew him before COVID. We are talking about today. Hallelujah. This season of your life, who is the number one father? Who do you run to as father when you need help? That knows you. Hallelujah. Said you know God and God is known by God. Ah, this is my son. This is my daughter. I know him. God boasted of Abraham. I know him. Abraham was known. Abraham didn't just know God. He was known by God. That's a powerful secret to life. To know God. In any area of my life. In my business. The number one person. The number one who. In this business is God. You know what that means? A time may come. Where you should have a mentor, you should have clients, you should have people that they may say this. And God says, no. You go and get God's opinion about the matter. Because he's the number one who in this venture we are talking about. And particularly at a time like this, with all the shaking going on in our nation, with all the problems that have besieged our world... You need to know God, and this is what I want to focus on with the remaining time I have this morning. Knowing God as our Father that takes care of us. My Father that takes care of me. I know Him. It's not just my Father that I... You see, in the Old Testament, this was one of the biggest revelations Jesus brought. In fact, one of the times in John chapter 6, if you read like John chapter 6 and, and 7, when Jesus was talking to them that God is my Father, they wanted to kill Him. God was a deity they worshipped. He wasn't a Father they knew. And they had problems with Jesus calling God Father. And you can check the Old Testament. There was probably only once, and I think it was only David that called God, that called God Father. Nobody saw him as Father. That wasn't a revelation they had. And in a troubled world, hallelujah, in a troubled nation, and in a troubled time, we need to know God as the father that takes care of us. So when people fail us and people will fail you, you will still have hope. When governments fail us and governments will fail you, you will still have hope. When your own plans fail you, hallelujah, has that ever happened to somebody before? 
you thought you were going to get married in 2015, and you have put everything in place, and the plan failed, and without you, you will still have hope. The number one who in your life must not be you. Hello? I think that's some people, that's the other problem. The number one who? Who is the one? Is me. No, it must be God. It must be God. And you must know him as this Father's Day. This is the message I want to share with you in this first service. The Father that takes care of me. Let me hear you declare that God, you are the Father that takes care of me. Say, you are the Father that heals my body. Say, you are the Father that puts food on my table. You are the Father that puts a shelter over my head. You are a Father that takes care of me. David knew that. You know Psalm 23, right? He didn't call God Father there. But we know it was God he was referring to. He called God Shepherd. Psalm 23. I won't take the time for us to run through it. But it's so beautiful to just read the first verse again. The Lord is my Shepherd. He takes care of me. He knew God on that level. I have no want. I want nothing. God, God, look, the king may have labeled me, King Saul may have labeled me as the number one fugitive in Israel. And the entire army of Israel may be chasing after me. It was in the midst of those kind of ordeals that David wrote. It wasn't when he had made it to the throne. It wasn't when he was now enthroned king. It was when he was number one fugitive in the land, running from cave to cave, hiding from the armies of Israel, that he got the revelation, the Lord is my shepherd. He will provide security for me. He anoints my head with oil, my cups runs over. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He knew God as the shepherd that would take care of him. I'm telling you, that's how you need to know God this season. And it's not head knowledge alone. It must be a revelation that God grants you himself. I have a father that takes care of me. Luke 11, verse 11. Glory be to God. Quickly, I want to touch on three or four things before we begin to pray this morning. Luke 11, 11. Jesus told them. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, any father, and again, juxtapositioning. I've taught you what that means, right? Comparing something to the other. So let's compare earthly fathers to heavenly father. He said, even an earthly father, will the earthly father give him stone? It was a rhetorical question. If he asks for fish, will he give him a serpent instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? Put up verse 13 for me on the board very quickly. If you then, earthly fathers, that are evil, evil compared to God. Compared to God. We are juxtapositioning here. If earthly fathers know how to give gifts to their children, how much more? Somebody shout, how much more? We've been studying that phrase quite some. That's the reigning phrase. How much more? What I have with God is much more. We were looking at that last week. Compared to all my challenges, all my weaknesses, all my infirmities, he said the challenges are actually working for me and exceeding an eternal weight of grace. Much more. How much more will your heavenly father? Somebody shout, my heavenly father. My heavenly How much more will he give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Or will he give you what you ask for? Praise God. 
Now, quickly watch this. I want you to see this this morning. John 14 from verse 8. One day, Philip came and he asked Jesus, show us the Father. Jesus was shocked. Now, watch where some people are missing God. Missing knowing God. Please catch this. Very important. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and it will be sufficient for us. I think it was beginning to come to the point that if I know God, I'm settled. Can somebody say that with me this morning? If I know God, my case is settled. So he said, Jesus, show me the Father. Look at the way Jesus responded. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long all this time? And yet you have not known me, Philip. All this while, you have not yet learned that knowing Jesus is knowing the Father. You have not yet learned it. So this is where some people miss God. And the Bible tells us very plainly, you can't come to the Father except by Jesus. So the answer to the who question, we can say is God the Father. Also, it's Jesus. You know Jesus. That's who you need to know. In your marriage, concerning your career, your business, the number one who must be Jesus. Have I been with you all this time? And you don't know me yet. He who has seen me has seen what? The Father. So how can you still be saying, show me the Father? Now, how does that relate to us today? We don't, you see, Philip had the privilege of Jesus physically. We don't have Jesus physically. It's like someone in this church now, after what I said this morning, that okay, ah, how am I going to know the Father? The Word. You know the Word. Because Jesus is the word. We don't have Jesus physically, but we have Jesus in his word. So I'm connecting dots for you. The number one person must be God. And if you don't know God, most likely it's because you don't know Jesus. Today, 21st century, June 2021, the way you know the Father is you know your Bible. Can I hear a loud Amen. You know Jesus. Now, you don't have physical Jesus, but you know your Bible. So again, I will throw this in here. We've set up word study and prayer small groups in church. The purpose is very simple. We want to ensure that everybody in this church is grounded in the word. Grounded in the word. If you don't know the word of God yourself, hear me and hear me well, oh, you will ask this question that Philip asked one day. You will be looking for the father when you are in trouble. And you don't realize that the father is right here. The Bible. And you know what to do with the word. You need to put that word in your heart. You will be looking for what's not lost. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Somebody shout, I know the father. And I know the word. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Praise God. P put that up for us on the screen. I didn't put it in my note. Please put it up, just to help somebody, quickly. I know most of us are familiar with it. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was what? And you read down, you go to verse 16, it tells you that the Word is referring to there is Jesus. Hallelujah. Quickly, let me begin to close. Now, watch this. Watch this. 
Hallelujah. John 14, 16. The word now told us. The word now told us. And I will pray the Father. And he will give you another helper. That he may abide with you forever. Praise God. So who else do we need to know? We need to know the Holy Spirit. This day we are living in. Hear me and hear me very well. This day, this season, this dispensation. This is how we hook up with the Godhead. To know the Father, you must know the word of God. Somebody say, by myself. But not only that, you must also have a solid, vital, powerful relationship with the helper, the Holy Ghost. This thing is not complicated. You just need to know this is how it works and you plug yourself into it. And if every time life's questions come at you, you can know how to access what the Holy Ghost is saying, access what the word of God is saying, you can be assured the Father is in that problem with you. You are going to turn out all right. You will turn out fine. You will succeed. You will win. A way out of nowhere will eventually show up. The problem is we have many Christians that don't know the Holy Ghost, don't take time to cultivate any relationship with the Holy Ghost, don't know the Word of God, don't invest in knowing the Word of God, and they want God to help them. And when that doesn't happen, they now start looking for solution in so many different ways. And sometimes they want to put the man of God in the place of God. Nothing wrong with the man of God, though. But it can never be God. It can never be God. In fact, the Bible told us what the job of the man of God is. He is to point you to God. Hello? He, is to po- he, he can intercede for you. He can get into the battle with you. He can help you. And there's nothing wrong with that. But don't substitute brass for gold. The access the man of God has to the Father... You also have it. Can I hear a loud amen? Can I hear a real believing amen? Glory be to God. This is how to get God in the scene of your life. Know him as the father that takes care of you. You are not alone. Look at verse 18. I need to close now. John 14, 18. Listen to what the word told us. And I've shared this with us over and over again. I will not leave you as orphans. During this global pandemic and during all this tumult in Nigeria and insecurity and confusion, I will not leave you as orphans. You may lose your job, but you will not lose me. I will not leave you. You may lose a loved one, but you will not lose me. I will not leave you. You may lose your source of income, but you will not lose me. I will not leave you as orphans. Your friends may forsake you. People you trusted in and you thought had your back may leave you, but I will not leave you as orphans. Know me. And you can't know the word without the Holy Ghost. In fact, it's the Holy Ghost that will open the word of God to you. Praise God. Rise on your feet with me this morning. I want you to pray a simple prayer first and foremost. Say with me, Heavenly Father. I can't hear you. Say, Heavenly Father. 
I make a fresh commitment. I make a fresh, a fresh pursuit. A fresh commitment pursuit. Say that way, a fresh commitment pursuit. Because no, this, this is why we call our prayer meetings, our daily prayer meetings pursuit. You just want to know God. So say this, I make a fresh commitment and a fresh commitment to my pursuit to know you in your word. Please, this is it. Oh, God is not one strange myth or something you can't see. It's very easy to know him by his word and by his spirit. Say, I make a fresh commitment to know you. I can hear you. A fresh commitment to know you. A fresh commitment in my pursuit to know you by your word and by your spirit. Say it again. By your word and by your spirit, I want to know you more and more. On this Father's Day, I recognize again the way to the Father is through Jesus. And the way to know Jesus is by the Holy Ghost. So I make a fresh commitment to knowing you by your word and by your spirit. Open your mouth and pray in other tongues and plug yourself into that commitment afresh this morning. To know you. 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 By your word and by your spirit. That's all it takes. If you have that in place, the woo is settled. You will never need to run at a skelter. Things may not work out the way you want to work out, but you know who to turn to. Problems may arise. Difficulties may show up, but you know who to turn to. And you will be turning to the right person. You will be turning to God. You will be turning to Jesus. You will be turning to the Holy Spirit. Come on, one more minute. Pray that prayer. A fresh commitment to know God. A fresh commitment to do life with God. To do my marriage with God. To do my career with God. To do my relationships with God. To do every vital aspect of my life with God. Above every other person. He is the number one who in my life. Come on, pray, 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 pray. I'm going to pray one more prayer. I have just a minute left. My time is up. But I want us to pray one more prayer. But pray this one. Pray this one. Many of you need it. To know him in his word. <laughs> Without his word, today you can't find him. Without his word, you are just like a Philip looking for God that is not lost. You go to the word of God. You go to the word of God. And he said, I will not leave you alone. I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost. So in that place of engaging the word, you need the Holy Ghost. Somebody, 30 more seconds. Because of my time, open your mouth. A fresh commitment. To know you by your word and by your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Listen, if you have what I'm saying in place you can easily walk in what Jesus told them in Luke 11 verse 9. We still reading from verse 11. But look at verses 9 and 10. And I'm going to just give you a minute or two to pray this one. So I have to leave this place. So I say to you, Jesus said, is somebody ready to receive a miracle this morning? 
You know, if you know God, receiving miracles daily won't be a problem. You won't even be looking for it because you know who has it. Can somebody shout this morning, my miracle is with God and I know how to access it. I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. And this is the part I love the most. Verse 10. Everyone that will ask. Not only the pastors that are anointed. Not only the Jim Jim brethren in church. Everyone who asks will receive. Everyone who seeks will find. God will not say no to anybody. Everyone who knocks it will be open to you. Stretch your hand one more time this morning. I have just about a minute or two. Open your mouth. God told me to tell you, ask what you want. Ask what, today is Father's Day. And the custom is fathers will receive gifts. Let me tell you the best gift you can give God this morning. Expressing your faith in him. When Jesus saw their faith. Ask what, I want to get married, daddy. Ask. I want to have a child. Ask. Daddy, I need a new job. I'm tired of where I'm working. Ask. I need a promotion on my job. Ask. Daddy, I need a breakthrough. This, I've been on this level for too long. Ask. Daddy, I need a new level. I need a new anointing. Ask. Do you know him? Do you know him? The father that takes care of us. Ask. I'm telling you, everyone that asks will receive. Everyone that seeks will find. Everyone that knocks will be open. Let me tell you what has been happening. People that don't know God, they don't ask. Because they don't even know to go to God. But God is helping somebody today saying, ask. I'm going to give you just one more minute. Anything, he said, I can do any miracle. Nothing is too hard for me. There's no womb I cannot open. There's no loin I cannot lose. There's no door I cannot command to open. And if I open any door, no devil can shut it. There is no case that I cannot handle. How does somebody know the father this morning? The father that takes care of us. Let me give you one more minute. Ask, ask. Ask. Yataka yala broso topaya. Eh yala paka toko topapa. Ask. Oh yala pasata yala boso. Ask. 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 Keyanamasatayalabasa. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. You are the Father that takes care of us. And we know you and we are known by you. Through your word and through your spirit. And by faith we receive our miracles from you again today. In Jesus' mighty name. And someone that believed shouted the loudest, Amen. Come on, you can do better than that. Someone that believes shouted a louder, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Know God by his word and his spirit, then ask for the miracles you want. In my Bible, it says, ask and keep on asking. Not in unbelief, but in confidence that my father can never fail me. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's honor the Lord as we give this morning. We want to receive the Lord's tithes and offerings. Romans 8.32. Projection, please help me. 
I didn't give that to you. And this is how we are giving this morning. He that did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? As you give to the Lord this morning, I want to remind you, God has also freely with Jesus given you all things already. Nothing is too big to release to him. And nothing is too small that is coming from your heart that will not accept from you. God bless you. Let's give as we honor the Lord this morning. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.